is the territory that you want your business? Is it available? Number one. Number two, is it viable? Meaning does the franchise look at that area and go, yep, we, we, we need somebody there. And number three, is it scalable? Welcome to Frank Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hey everyone, Tim Parmeter, host of the Franchising 101 podcast here with you again today. So thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we got a wonderful new episode. Uh, you're stuck with just me, so no guest today, but I'm um, excited to talk to you about a couple things today. Um, first of all, how's, how's everybody doing out there? How many of you just answered me out loud while wherever you're listening to this? Go ahead and raise your hands. Anybody raise your hand? Come on, fess up. Tell me the truth. We know we got you. Um, hey, I'll give you a I'll give you a confession as well. Recording this in the evening, dang near past my bedtime, so I might be a little slappy, slap happy as we go through this. Um, so enjoy, I guess. Buckle up for this one. So um, we've got a topic that we want to talk about today that frankly has been on the list of things to talk about for a while. We just kind of keeps getting bumped around. Um, but we had somebody, we had a listener um, that reached out to us on our new podcast website. And if you haven't checked this out yet, please do. Franchising101podcast.net. Uh, so Franchising101podcast.net is the new site. Um, and they sent us a message. And I think one of our last couple episodes, once we first got this site launched, um, I encourage people, if there was something you wanted us to talk about, fire away. So the, the topic in short is territory, um, kind of kind of the turf, the area in which you can do business as a franchise owner. So we're going to talk about that today. Um, but first, before, as always, we jump into our topic, uh, let's talk about who we are here at FranCoach. FranCoach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with well over 500 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 60 industry. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. And our goal of the Franchising 101 podcast series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. Um, so thanks to David, uh, who did not bother to tell us where he lives. So just some random dude named David who listens to the podcast. Thank you. Um, but he said, how does that work? How, how do you know what area you have to operate um, a new franchise? So great question. And it comes up a lot for our clients once they start vetting the franchise. And quite frankly, it is one of the biggest and easiest ways to get down a serious rabbit hole. Uh, so let's talk about this a little bit. So territory, turf, uh, your your area of operation, however we want to call this. So it's going to differ a little bit if it's a retail brick and mortar franchise versus not. So first off, let's say you've got a, a physical location for your business. Uh, it could be something food related, uh, beauty, fitness, whatever that might that might be. You're going to have a, a, a think kind of just drawn on a map where you've got a circle and you've got maybe a radius. It could be as small as as a mile or two. Could be five. Could be ten. Probably not going to be more than that, depending on the business. Um, somewhere in that circle, and for reasons that defy logic, I'm literally drawing a circle. 
right now as we do this, but you're going to have that, that, that circle. Imagine looking on a map and you've drawn, you've drawn that circle somewhere in there is going to be your location and you're going to have that buffer mile, two miles, three miles, whatever that is from the next possible location of your franchise. Now you may possibly own that, but that could be a neighboring, a a new, another owner that comes in there as well. Right? So that's your area in which you can actively market and where you are going to seek out the majority of your customers. Obviously, retail, let's just, you know, say I'm, you know, 2,000 miles away and all of a sudden, let's pretend like I still had hair and I needed a haircut. Well, there's a great clips. Well, they didn't market market to me uh, 2,000 miles away, but I knew the name. I needed a haircut. Poof, I pop in there, right? I walk into Subway or McDonald's or whatever. Um, but for the most part, your marketing dollars and the majority of your customers are going to be in that whatever that circle and that bubble is for you. That's kind of how that works. You can't market, actively market into somebody else's territory. Um, Obviously, if you own multiple that connect, which is pretty common for retail, it's why you do that. You just kind of spread your marketing dollars out, economies of scale, et cetera. You cannot market into somebody else's territory, typically don't market into an unowned territory because from a retail standpoint, they already know how far people are going to drive to get to your business. Typically that's retail. Now, what about non-retail? So same thing, you're going to still have that kind of carved up territory um, depending on the franchise and depending on the industry. Um, you're going to have certain levels of demographics. They may say, Hey, we have a territory of a minimum of 200,000 people. We may have another one that says, hey, we've got one of 80,000 households of this level of household income or above. Uh, Could be number of businesses, any combination thereof. And then again, in that, again, just imagine around on a map where you've drawn a line around what that territory looks like, usually carved up by zip code, maybe county sometimes. Um, Within that area is where you spend your marketing money. Um, sometimes not even throughout the whole thing. It may be maybe hyper-targeted to, you've got five zip codes and maybe you're really going to hammer one or two and not so much the others right away. But anyway, that's your area in which to market. Those are your customers to sell. Um, you don't market outside of that. Uh, I, again, anything that you own is where you're marketing. You're not going to get customers outside of that unless somebody comes from an unowned territory. You do not market into uh, somebody else's. You don't go into somebody else's, a, a neighboring. If I own franchise X and I own you know one territory and then I've got somebody that neighbors me with franchise X, that's their turf. They're marketing there. They're selling their customers there. I'm in mine. No different than your house. I don't want my neighbors just randomly coming over and hanging out in my backyard and, and having a barbie, barbecue. And they certainly don't want me going over there in the back of the, in their, in their back backyard Again, unannounced when they're not or not when they're not around, be a little creepy. We don't want that from a business standpoint. So that's kind of what that looks like. So, how do we know? How do we know really what goes into it? How that is it any good, right? And, and it's one of the biggest things people get lost in is, Jesus, this is a good territory. I don't know. There's so much competition. Is there enough people? Uh, what about this one versus that one? Um, so a couple of things that that we do at Fran Coach to help people with this. First and foremost, 
when we get to the point where we start to do the research on what franchises we're going to introduce to folks, we're going to talk directly to the franchise and we're going to start out really granular. Sometimes, I mean, really kind of zip code esque, um, and, and kind of branch out from there. So we're going to look, we're going to find out three things is the territory that you want your business. Is it available? Number one, number two, is it viable? Meaning does the franchise look at that area and go, yep, we, we, we need somebody there. And number three, is it scalable? Is, and, and that's a little bit more personal to each client we work with. How much scalability, if any, do they want or need long-term? Um, but it's got to be available, viable, and scalable. So we need the bulls, right? So we're only coming back to you when it hits all three of those things. So First thing on territory that, that I tell you from a franchisor standpoint is they know what the heck they're doing. It's their job to know every inch of the country. They know what is at least minimum requirements to make a territory and an owner successful. Usually those minimums are very are, – are, they're, they're they're usually exceeded when we when we get into a territory, um, but it's kind of one of those where like, hey, this is the minimum, but this is actually way more than you need anyway. Um, from 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 that perspective, the mapping software that franchisors have is borderline creepy. Um, there's a distinct possibility they could look at something and go, hey, Tim, you're wearing another Cubs T-shirt today. That's really original. Thanks a lot. Um, they, they know the area. Um, and there's always people are going to go, Oh, they don't know my area as much as much as me. They they may not be able to to get from one point to another without, without looking at at Google maps, but they know the demographics of the area. And more importantly, they know what's needed for their franchise. Right. So, so I always kind of say there's, there's a, it's hard at the beginning, but really as you get to the end of the process and you're ready to start a franchise, the level of trust that you have in the franchise or the people, the leadership, the culture, all of this, everything is, is through the roof. Um, so it kind of helps you get to the point where you're like, yeah, the, the, these, these, these folks know what they're doing. You validated with owners have told you the same thing, right? So there does become a little bit of trust in this down the road. That's tougher at the beginning because you don't know who the heck these people are. Uh, but again, that's part of, part of our job with this. So it is important where I tell people don't overanalyze or overthink the territory. Um, you do want to understand it. Um, how did Mr. Mrs. Franchisor, how did you come to the conclusion that it could be a three mile radius, uh, for my retail location and not two and not four? Um, what would make that change in the future? Non-retail, you say we need, um, you know, a hundred thousand people. Um, great. Why is that? How many of those one hundred thousand do I need to have as active customers um, to be able to grow a business that I want? And usually, what you will find it is a minuscule percentage, oftentimes even less than one percent of the potential customers in your territory do you need to be able to tap into, right? So, um, and we're going to have a whole nother one on competition, but just briefly, if there are 99 other businesses in your territory doing the exact same thing and you all need 1% of the 
the population to grow a huge business, you each could have 1% of, I mean, it's some simple math, right? There's a hundred of you, 1%, boof, right? And again, many times it's less than 1%. I use simple example uh, for senior care. We, we had, um, we, we, we had a, a podcast here recently with one of our senior care partners and their territory is obviously based on senior population and even usually like 70, 75 years up and, and above. And their minimum territory is usually 20,000 seniors, right? And in that industry, on average, you get 40 or 50 clients, you're growing a business of a million dollars plus, right? top line, it's not bottom line. So don't get all giddy and call me about senior care. When you hear that, call me about senior care, but don't do it just for that. But you're talking about 40 or 50 clients that you need to really to hit a seven figure business. When you have 20,000 plus in your territory, that's way less. I'm not a math major, but that's way less than 1%. Um, So you want to understand the demographics, how they got there. Um, and then again, not getting too deep into competition, but competition is not a bad thing. Um, there's a reason why CVS is across from Walgreens or gas station across from gas station. The car dealers are all in the same place. The furniture stores are all in the same place. Wendy's follows McDonald's. It, there, there, there's a reason because these people know what the hell they're doing, right? <laughs> they're, they're going through this. So every now and then there are options, right? Somebody's sitting there and going, okay, this is really the franchise I want, but there's three potential territories all right around me. How do I figure that out? Um, and they'll, they will get into the weeds. Like you cannot believe on, well, this one has, well, you senior care again. This one has 21,419 seniors and this one has 21,415. Well, just stop yourself, right? More than anything. And, and, we, we talk about this a lot to people. It's referenced all over the place. We have a podcast specific to it. It is the get out of bed test. The most important thing in finding the right franchise is the get out of bed test. You're going to get out of bed. You're going to go to work at your business. Does it hit the things that you want? Does it get you excited? Are you, are you excited about the, the, the people, the staff, the customers, the community, the core values of business, blah, 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 right? Same thing about this. Are you, where do you want your business? Do you want it where you live in the same area? Are you more comfortable with the business being in another, another, another part of town? Um, only you can answer that. If the, if the franchisor says there's three territories um, and you're sitting there going, man, I, 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 I'm comfortable with it being in any, in any three on, on the surface, when the franchise says they're all available, they're all viable, You've got the scalability options that you want. When it comes down to it, only you can do this. And it's, it's a, it's a, again, it's kind of that gut reaction. Where do you want the business? You're the one that's going to have to drive there and go there every single day, whether it's territory or, or retail. Um, don't, don't overthink that, right? Where do you, where do you want it? Um, we had somebody recently relocating uh, to another state and there were a couple of them open. I'm like, and going back and forth on which one was the right one. Um, and, and it was really, there were, there were three of them kind of clustered together and trying to decide which territory. And finally we're like, where do you want to live? Like just visit, visit the area. What do you know about the area? What part of the, the, the city the metro area do you want to be in? 
Um, and we figured that out and then poof, that's where the business is, right? Because all of the areas were, again, available, viable, had the scalability that, that they needed. So um, it is, and again, without question, one of the easiest areas for people to just get lost. Um, and, and part of, again, what we're going to help you with is kind of reel you back in on that, number one. But before we ever get to that point, part of our research is making sure it's going to meet, it's again, it's, it's, it's the bulls. It's available, it's viable, it's scalable. The relationship with the franchisors, we're going to tell you to, to ask the questions why behind the demographics that they have. We already, we already know this. And, and again, being able to kind of match some of those behind the scenes things. Is, is, is really huge with this. So that's a little bit about uh, territory, the importance of it, and really probably more so the lack of importance of it, but how we help, we're going to help you navigate that. Um, and thanks to Mystery Living Dave, wherever the heck Dave is, for uh, sending this note on the franchising101podcast.net website. Um, with that, with, with that question, I would encourage anybody to, to do that. If there's something you want us to talk, talk about the list that I have on my Trello board for future topics is lengthy. Um, and usually what happens is I start staring at them and going, those all look great. I have no clue which one to do next. So give me, give me a little, give me a little nudge would be, would be fantastic. Um, also please, thanks for everybody that does tune in and listen to us, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, follow us. If you haven't already check out the franchising one podcastnet um, our main page franchise, or I'm sorry, francoach.net. We had that for seven years and I forgot what it was. Um, if this piques your interest more and you would like to learn a little bit more about franchise ownership to see if it's a path for you, um, then let's talk. There is never, ever any fee for our service. Um, so reach out today. Uh, do it on our podcast site. Do it on Fran Coach site. Connect with us. Um, let's chat. Let's dig into this um, and see. Maybe it is time for you to take that first step to help create your better tomorrow. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for dealing with my punchiness late at night. Uh, we hope to connect with you soon, and, and we hope to talk to you again very soon. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.